You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. For the first time in history, we have four generations practicing together. So the question is, how do we all get along? Well, we're about to find out. With us today is an expert on the topic, Dr. David Rice. Dr. Rice established and runs a comprehensive dental practice that emphasizes sedation dentistry, dental implants, general dentistry, and cosmetic dentistry. David, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk. Hey, Phil. It's a pleasure to be here. So how did you come up to learn about generational intelligence and tell us what that is? Sure. So, you know, about seven years ago, I started uh, an organization called Ignite DDS, and our focus is working with young dentists and dental students. We really try to help grow up this next generation um, as well as we possibly can and give them a jump start into the profession of dentistry. You know, with that, I had to learn an awful lot about the millennial mindset. So I became a student of, of generation, <clears throat> um, of each generation, really, and, and tried to learn the difference between, you know, the so-called greatest generation and the baby boomers and my generation as a Gen X guy, millennials, and and now the newest generation to hit the workforce, Generation Z. You must have had a great time learning about the millennials because I have two children that are millennials and uh, interesting characteristics from that generation. But we, we want to hear what you have to say before I tell you what what my wife and I talk about. So what, <laughs> what, what defines a generation? Um, you kind of covered that a little bit, but what defines a generation? And then we'll get into further questions about what this whole generational intelligence factor is. If you look at a generation as a, as a span of time where there is some common history, there's common um, music, fashion, there are typically some world events that happen that, that bind a group of people. So if you said the greatest generation are people born you know, pre-1945, baby boomers typically born between 1946 and 1964, uh, my generation, Gen X, between 1965 and 1980, the millennials, as uh, you mentioned, born between 1981 and 96, mm-hmm. and then this later, latest generation, Z, born from 1997 um, to, to present. So, you know, each of those generations has commonality during that period of time with, like I said, the history that has happened, music that happens, fashion that happens, events that happen. So we tend to walk, talk, think, and make decisions similarly, you know, based on all those events and all that history. Mm -hmm. So again, we're talking about different generations, and I assume this is all related to the people that run a dental practice, how they interact with each other, and how it's important to understand these generational gaps. And um, so I assume that's part of it. And the other thing is there are, there's got to be some strategies that you use in your practice to overcome these, these gaps. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. I'll tell you, you know, the if you looked at, I think probably the greatest difference or the, maybe the most valuable difference to look at if you were to pair um, a baby boomer generation and, com- and compare that to a millennial generation, since uh, in essence, that's the generation of dentists who are nearing retirement and the other generation, 
the ones that are, um, you know, kind of hot and heavy coming into dentistry right now. The, the thing that stands out the most that has the greatest impact, in my opinion, is baby boomers really live to work. Their work often defines them. It's who they are. It's how they see themselves. It's, um, as a result, how they practice dentistry day in and day out. A millennial tends to do just the opposite. They work to live. Mm -hmm. So what's incredibly important to a young dentist today is to have great balance, to have time for family and friends and travel. And I think a lot of times it's easy for us to maybe judge uh, a generation that is different than ours simply because of a mindset. But if you really start to dig deep as to, you know, why each generation thinks the way they think and maybe what's behind it, as well as, you know, you mentioned, you know, you're the dad of a couple millennials at home, you know, think about who taught them to be who they are. What most baby boomers learned from their parents, from that greatest generation is, listen, if you get up every day, if you go get a great education, if you get a great job as a result, and you work hard every single day, everything's going to turn out well for you in life. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, what, that's the average baby boomers mindset, not necessarily yours or mine, but as, yeah, as no, a collective true. group of people. Totally true. If, yeah. And, and think about what the average millennial learns from their boomer parent. Hey, you know what? I went to school. I did get a good job. I did work those long hours and work really hard for this big company for 25 or 30 years. And boy, when I turned 50 or 55 and somebody who was 25 walked in the door, you know, what'd they do? They let me go and they replaced me with somebody that they could hire for less money who maybe was a little um, more adept at a different technology that was in vogue, you know, today versus yesterday. So, many, many boomer parents taught their children to um, question corporate America and to question authority. Hence, you know, the, the, the alternate word for the millennial, millennial generation being generation Y, because we taught them, don't mm-hmm. just accept what somebody tells you is the truth. Mm-hmm. They may be looking out for your best interest, they may not be looking out for your best interest. So I think by and large as a generation, many young people come to the work world with some skepticism and some reservations about how this whole thing's going to go because their parents or an aunt or an uncle or their friend's parents or simply what they've you know, seen happening um, online is that um, just because I get up and go to school and then I work hard every day, it doesn't mean it's all going to turn out the way I want it to. Right. Yeah, that, that makes total sense. So regarding the dental practice, though, so this is a little bit different than corporate America. But as far as the corner dentist and they hire a millennial, tell us about some of the challenges and strategies that you could share with us that would make that um, hire feel more welcome in a, in a practice, the owner being a baby boomer and uh, everything else involved with that. Yeah, I love that question. So the first thing I would say that really is important is, you know, you have to understand and then admit to yourself that this is real. 
and this exists. You know, perception is reality. So people from a pure age standpoint are coming in with a mindset. I can tell you what we see works really, really well is knowing that it exists is when you bring on a young person, whether they're a young dentist or a, a young team member, we really try to do two main things. Uh, we pair training. So we intentionally connect that young person with someone who's been doing this for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. Um, I want them side by side each other so that bias that they come to the table with can go away quickly and they see firsthand that each brings strengths to the table and they can be very helpful to one another if instead of looking for um, the reason to not like the way somebody's doing something to instead look at it and see like um, what advantage is there that the other person brings to the table mm -hmm, sure and the second piece to that is feedback as you um, as we bring a young dentist into a practice or a young team member member into a practice we have to understand that um, and I'll so I'll use I'll use baby boomer and Gen X slang. Um, we we say the millennial wants to be spoon fed. Mm -hmm. um, that's that's a you know kind of a common phrase that gets thrown out there. Um, but really, what they want is constant feedback, and it doesn't have to always be positive. They want the negative feedback as much as they want the positive feedback. But they want to know quickly: Am I doing this the right way, or am I doing? Is there a better way for me to be doing this? And I think what happens on, on our side sometimes, you know, me being a dentist for 23 years, I tend to maybe lose sight of the fact that the feedback can be positive or negative. And I think, oh, my God, this person just wants me to give them all the answers. Right. They really right. don't. They just want to know, am I doing this really well? Because if I am, I want to keep doing it at a high level. And if I'm not, like, you, you need to tell me before I dig myself deeper in this hole. Right. So it's almost like I don't want to waste time doing it wrong any further. Just help, help me get on the right path, but I need to get on that path quickly. That's a really great way to put it. And if you looked at, you know, the definition for, again, many people who've been in dentistry for a long time, our definition of success is we work really, really hard from, say, you know, 830 in the morning till five o'clock in the evening. And we try to accomplish all these amazing things. And to the point that you just made is if I'm a millennial dentist, it's I want to get to success as quickly as I can. Mm -hmm. So just because, you know, you and I have done it this way for 10 years and 15 years, if there's a better way, I want to find it. And mm -hmm. I need your help to tell me if I'm on track or not. Mm -hmm. Which is a good thing. Yeah. I mean, what you're what you seem to be doing is pulling out all the good things, <laughs> all the good things millennials do, which is which is <laughs> we, that's great. You know, Um but I don't want to sound like I'm anti-millennial because I'm not. Uh, but I don't know. It seems to me that my friends that are baby boomers and I'm a baby boomer, you know, we have opinions about millennials. Um, maybe not so much because of the experiences we've had with them, but more, you know, what we see and hear uh, around us, the media, movies, et cetera. But having this insight that you're giving us is, is extremely helpful because it's really, obviously, it's very easy to prejudge um, a generation. 
without understanding that what's behind it, the deeper understanding of what's behind that individual, why they think a certain way, which is exactly what you're helping us with. Is there anything else you want to tell us uh, before we wrap up this podcast? Because I know we have um, more podcasts with you in the future, which I'm looking forward to. Um, you're gonna, In fact, we have one coming up called Dentistry and the Dating Game, which is going to be very interesting. Anything else on generational intelligence before we... You know, can I... <laughs> Can I tell you just a super quick story that sure. kind of illustrates the point? Please, please do. So a few years ago, we brought in um, a young team member who was going to be working on the administrative side. And we paired her with uh, someone who'd been with us since we started the practice. So it was a boomer with a millennial. And it, it, w- it was maybe four hours deep. And our, our boomer admin team member came to my partner and said like, boy, I just don't think this person's going to work. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's been a half of a day. She's like, well, she is on Google all the time. I said, okay. <laughs> right. And, and, and that's, that's our, that's where we go. Yeah. I said, okay, what's she doing there? And she said, I don't really know. I said, well, what if you asked? Right. And the, the really cool thing that happened was um, Katie, our, our, our new kid on the block, was trying to figure out how to accomplish what Lori had been doing for the last 15 years faster. Mm-hmm. And she did. Wow. Um, so what we learned really quickly, what Lori learned was, wow, Katie can help us figure out a new way to look at things. And then it didn't take Katie very long to realize that, wow, Lori's test driven a lot of these things that I think I can fix. And she's already worked out all the kinks. And in short order, um, they became, you know, two peas in a pod and right. um, highly productive members of our team. Uh, that's an excellent story. Yeah. So you got to give everybody a chance. And I think so. There's no question. People are people. They bring stuff to the table. And they can help your practice. And the millennials have the the background of uh, and the experience of doing things digitally quickly. And they're super into efficiency. They, cer- they certainly don't have a ton of uh, patience in some ways, and they have short attention spans. I think that's a generalization, but somewhat true. But Very that, true. But, you know, in a lot of ways, it can work to the better and work in favor of uh, helping the practice. Thanks so much, uh, Dr. Rice. That was excellent. And uh, really glad you joined us for Dental Talk. We hope to see you very soon for another one. Thanks so much for having me, Phil.